All right, and Bush, today we are joined by a member of the epic band, one that I have been a fan of for so long. We have had one of the other members of this group on the show before, and one Brian Borscht, but in this time, we are joined by Graham Walsh of <laughs> Holy Fuck, and holy fuck have they released some amazing new singles in Airport Dream Shift and Lost Cool, which we're going to be diving here today. How is it going, Graham? <laughs> it's going great. Yeah, man. Uh, can't complain. Hanging out in my uh, music zone here at, at home. It's kind of been what, what I've been doing mostly for the past year and a half. Uh, so uh, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Hey, a lot, a lot of time to uh, use that creative energy, right? Totally. It's kind of the only thing that keeps you sane, or me anyways. I don't know. Um, yeah, we, I, yeah, we've, we've definitely, um, at least myself reflected on the, the importance of having good uh, space, uh, during a pandemic. And, uh, this was definitely a refuge. Yeah. And like, and just like, you know, uh, being able to just remain creative and productive throughout this time has been, uh, yeah, a huge mental health saver <laughs> for sure. Well, I am very glad to hear that, and I am excited to dive into exactly some of the energy that was captured that came out of this time. And of course, I would love to start off with your critically acclaimed album, Deleters, released at the beginning of 2020. And of course, in yeah. holy fuck fashion, you guys were planned to go heavy on the road across the world making taking that sound to the fans but plans change so what i would like to know is exactly how did holy fuck sort of rebound from that how did you guys sort of go forward with getting these new singles with sort of getting that next wave being prepared for when things opened back up here because it's been quite a while here and of course the band lives in different parts of the country as well and you from what i can see record <laughs> mostly off the floor so quite a few challenges here <clears throat> no totally um yeah yeah we had uh i mean yeah we had our, we had to, a tour canceled uh twice so yeah it was everything was kind of getting ready to gear up there and then uh, like like everybody the rug got pulled out but um like I was saying before, the best thing to do is to just be, stay productive, keep your brain active. So, um, you know, we're used to kind of working. I uh, mean, we'll, we'll, we work as a band when we get together, we'll go on tour. I mean, our drummer lives in, he, he lives in New York city, um, already. So, uh, and our bass players always lived in, uh, or he's for a long time, he's lived in, in Halifax. And then Brian and I were here in Toronto. So, we always were kind of like a, a mixed up bunch. Um, and uh, now since Brian's moved back to Nova Scotia as well, we're, we're even more separated. So yeah, with lockdowns and stuff and our tours getting canceled, we weren't obviously able to meet up. We don't have a GM space where we can just get together and hash out ideas. So um, yeah. And then and just to keep busy, we, we, uh, we just shared a bunch of ideas online, got a, a cloud Dropbox uh, folder happening and just shared, shared, 
bits. We would, uh, you know, I uploaded a couple ideas, Brian uploaded a couple ideas, and then we would kind of contribute to them on our own in our in our own spaces. And our drummer Matt, he would like go into his basement and like with on his iPhone recording, record dr- just record drum beats and upload those to use. And um, uh, we just put together things kind of that way, which is not how we prefer to do things, but we're also, you know, you got to embrace the limitations and embrace the challenges. And uh, so we made it work. I don't know. It, we're kind of happy with what we got, got going. So we put two songs out. Okay. So you mentioned that there's a lot of demoing from files being dropped and sent, but like drums being recorded on an iPhone. Does were some members having to wait to get into a studio or did you guys all have to set up home studios? How did that sort of process of actually getting the true recording, the stems together? Well, here's the, that's the beauty of making music is you can, and especially technology these days, you can kind of make, it's you use the tools you have at hand. So um, like I know Matt, our drummer was uh, looking at getting into, he would have to record some studio time for, because we, we did drums on some other songs that aren't, aren't out yet, but um, uh no, and Brian and I have we have both have our own music music spots at home. I've got mine here, so that that's no waiting there. Um, but like the drums on Airport Dreams are are Matt's iPhone. They were just a drum loop that he recorded on his iPhone in like a concrete room in his basement, and you kind of you put it in the computer and you 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 crush the sound. You kind of like fiddle around with it. it. Sounds awesome, and you build around that. So. Um, that's yeah you don't always need a, a studio you can kind of make things work so um yeah we just cobbled it together like we always do mm, just taking the natural vibe of everything as you guys would sort of take with off the floor you sort of just go with how it all comes together so this way you weren't fighting everything you were just going with the flow yeah i mean the go live off the floor thing is definitely something we all we I, we i like it a lot and and especially when for us you know we're we we make music that's for the most part loop based and 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 guided by a click track maybe or you know it's like a bit rigid so any any time you can put sort of a an organic natural feel to it if we do it live off the floor and our effects are you know aren't completely locked into a, a exact tempo and stuff like adding bit adding feel like that definitely helps and when you're doing things separately um you lose that a little bit and you lose that uh breathing and pushing and pulling when as opposed to when you do stuff live off the floor the other thing is like communication flows way more freely when we're all in the same room and like you could that's the other frustrating thing is like i have this with other music i work on too like when you a, a decision that could be made in literally three seconds when you're together takes uh, like a week because you you you're like you could just show somebody and it should be like this or like this and and then when you, when you have to answer emails and present it both different ways or online it just like adds to that time so that's a big stumbling block i don't know that kind of sucks <laughs> oh absolutely for sure is it's if are people checking their messages and whatnot right like giving you the standard three business days rather than just being like <laughs> yes okay i i'm face to face with you <laughs> and understanding like what you're talking about too because you got to write it out where it's like you could just say should it be this shade of blue or this shade of blue like 
and you gotta like gotta describe it over the email or like you, I don't know. It's just way easier in person uh, to just do it and get to get it done and make a, make a decision and then move on. Um, but I don't know. It's there's we all I think we learned a lot about ourselves and our how we make music and um, you know maybe there's some things we'll 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 take into the future that we've learned. So it's good. Hey, possibly right. Adapt and conquer, and as you move forward, right. Totally, totally. Awesome. And of course, with these uh, two singles that have been released, we see that there are vocalists that are featured as you guys continue to work into that world, working with more artists, continuing to collaborate more and more, building onto your guys' sound. But of course, both of these vocalists are located in Europe. So... Did that add challenges as well, sort of figuring things out? Did you happen to have connections with both of Lucia and Sarah beforehand? How did how did that sort of come together? Yeah, well, we I mean, <clears throat> we've always, you know, we've dabbled with guest singers and things like that before. And, and um, you know, on Deleter, we had uh, Alexis Taylor. He, he threw in some vocals that we put in and our friend Angus and Nick. And then, so we kind of just continued along that thread. We had, um, on these songs, we had people we wanted to reach out to and our management were help, particularly helpful in that regard. And, um, like with Sarah Bonito, um, you know, it's a, it was a good coincidence that we're managed by the same, uh, same people, but, um, you know, I'm a, I, I love Kiro Kiro Bonito. I saw them when they were here. They're, they're really fantastic. So that was a great, you know, uh, collaboration and with lucia um the management just kind of reached out so we what we did is we just we had all these you know ideas and demos and songs in various states that we'd fleshed out so we just made again like in the spirit of online collaborating made it made a folder sent it out and and like to you know lucia or like here like do you hear anything like pick something and she picked that song and then sarah picked the Sarah's was interesting because she picked actually a completely different song. Um, and she sang that vocal part on top of it. And, uh, I'm not sure the song that she sang on was completely, completely done yet, but her, uh, vocal performance inspired a whole new thing. So we took her vocal performance and like, uh, built a new song around that. So that was kind of interesting. So I think the fact that like they were, uh, it, it may, it wasn't that difficult to work with them. Um, just cause we, we again, the parameters were so loose and we like, we were just like, whatever happens happens. And, uh, and they were very much open to whatever, like Sarah was open to us to taking her song, her vocal part and rewriting something new around it. And Lucia, we had, it was all through email back and forth, but she was up for trying stuff and, and sending things back. So communication was good for there. It was pretty, pretty seamless. And yeah, they we're really happy with how they, everything turned out. Hmm. Okay. So you mentioned that you took the lyrics from a song and actually wrote around it. So of course, as artists, I'm sure that in other forms, you've done that before, but as holy fuck themselves, yourselves, is that the first time that you've actually written around lyrics as opposed to just sending the track to the artist and being like, Hey, what can you guys do with this? Um, I suppose so. Yeah. I mean, mostly we're, you know, there's been, I guess when we've worked with guests on the leader with Alexis, um, you know, there was an, we had an idea and kind of sort of conveyed the idea, but gave him the song. 
And then Alexis had his idea that that was a bit, that was a nice back and forth. And um, yeah, I suppose for, for Sarah, it was, mo- it was the, kind of the first time of taking a, a vocal and, and her melody line and completely constructing things. I've done that before on my own though. Like I've worked on records where you, with, where you get the demo and the demo is like a vocal and then maybe like a piano part or an acoustic guitar part. And it's, that's a really fun exercise to mute out the uh, piano part or the guitar part and then see what, where like the vocal melody line will inform new decisions and how, how you can reinterpret it and come up with new, new ideas. It's really kind of fascinating. It's fun. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that with hip-hop acapellas, which is also really fun in Ableton. Um, I have a folder of hip, like Jay-Z's acapella from this song, and you can just write new beats under it and completely change this song around, and it sounds awesome. It's fun, fun writing exercises. Yes, it's, uh, I remember at one point in my life, I found Jay-Z mixed with Chrono Trigger as an album online. And it's like, <laughs> it's very cool what you can find out there. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. It's all up for grabs. Absolutely, I love it. And of course, with these true tracks, you mentioned that the vocalist, the writer, maybe has their own idea. So with Airport Dream Shift, you mentioned that you were writing around the idea of the lyrics for Lost Cool. What exact energy was the band trying to capture with this track here? Well, I mean, again, we're dealing with uh, um, maybe there wasn't a specific super specific direction, but we're dealing with sort of like online collaboration. So, I mean, all of our songs basically start with a little, I mean, like any song with, you know, seed of an idea and there'll be a little riff or a little loop or a sample or a sound to kind of build upon. And, um, you know, that one, I think was just like messing around down here and coming up with a synth, it's just a synth line and just kind of playing around with it, stumbling upon this, this, this line. And I found that like, you could kind of pile anything on top of it and it was still badass. Like it was that, that anchored this, this synth loop kind of anchored everything. You could kind of AB, uh, AB in the song structure. But anyways, I, I just, I was primed for online collaboration. Like here's just, like, I'll just upload this. It's pretty, I think it's really inspiring. You can put whatever you want on top of it. So that was kind of it. I mean, maybe it was inspired by something, you know, like old, like, like lo-fi 80s synth wave music and minimal techno and stuff like that. And, and um, that's maybe where, like why I really like this, this kind of minimal synth line that's commanding and it can, it can uh, take lead the song along. And then, yeah, there was just, um, I think I had a melody line that was pretty abstract going over top of it. And uh, yeah, we just shared it around and, and, uh, and yeah, Lucia, took the vocal part and kind of made it way, obviously made it way less obscure. Her voice brought the, her just, it was awesome how it came together because her voices fit every, the vibe really perfectly. Like when I, I maybe think back to the initial beginnings of that song and kind of this room it should live in or this nightclub it should live in. Her voice fit really well, just her delivery and her tone and all that. And, um, and yeah, she just, when we sing and particularly when I sing, it's, always masked with effects and it's behind a mask but with her it, the vocals are becoming more upfront, and they can jump out of the song more so than our other stuff so that was kind of that's also a, a, a cool thing too that we can do with other singers so that yeah that was that worked out well 
Nice. Awesome. I love that. I love that. So, of course, I have to ask, with these two tracks, do they lead us to a new collection? Is there a, uh, <laughs> is there a new album potentially on the forefront, on the horizon? Uh, um, well, we got, you know what, we got these, we're taking one step at a time because we've got these tour dates. There's always ideas. There's a, there's a lot of things. I think we genuinely do prefer to write together in the, in the room. And I know we'll get back to that, and we'll take the we'll take lessons learned here, uh, moving forward. Um, and uh, but yeah, there's not like an immediate bank of material uh, ready to go or anything like that. But there's there's all yeah, there's always ideas in various states of flux that are ready to you know that are happening. So we'll see. We'll we'll we're definitely uh, yeah. There's there's still gas in the tank. That's for sure to keep going and things like that. But yeah, we're really excited about these tour dates coming up and being able to meet up together and be in the same room and play and get that vibe again so that'll be great yes you uh mentioned there there's uh some tour dates and it's not just a few tour dates you guys got from a couple months there in 2022 already announced here where you guys are going to be having three dates in canada across the united states of america you guys are also hitting the uk and europe my goodness, you are going <laughs> straight back at it, right back into the bus, feet diving, feet first, back into the water with this. Holy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't mess around. I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, we're, yeah, we are. We're excited about it. Um, and uh, I feel a little bit like a, uh, a mouse, a little mouse coming out of his little like hole into the world to make sure everything's okay. I know it's still a ways off and everything. I mean, I have, we have friends, I have friends who are going on tour are on tour now or, and going out very shortly. So I know uh, I'm hearing all about their experiences and stuff like that. So that's interesting, but um, yeah, yeah, we're, uh, we're going all over as much. We always like going as much around as much as possible and, and not limiting ourselves to one, you know, just get out there, go, the big world go and play for as many people as we possibly can and um yeah i don't know it's great it's great to be able to do that so if we can i want to i want to as long as i can awesome all right and of course if the listeners of this interview if the fans of the band want to find out more about these tour dates and these new tracks where can they go ahead and do so yeah the uh well the songs are on all your preferred streaming uh <laughs> platforms um and then tour dates um are on our website holyfuckmusic.com you can go there we have a mailing list set up for uh pre-sale things and 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 whatnot but yeah it's all there um we'll, we'll have uh physical copies if you're interested out with us on tour i think there's there's plans afoot to make a seven inch of these two songs and um yeah it's all it's there it's all out there and uh and we're 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 excited to come back it was a bit of we've had like a false start it's funny like we made this record we're really proud of and weren't able to really give it its due its due time and now it feels like we can get out there and uh play these songs we have to rehearse and figure out how to play these songs again <laughs> it's true there's still a lot of people who are waiting to hear deleters live as well so that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'll figure out these new songs. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's it. 
Awesome. All right. Well, I have had a fantastic time diving behind these new songs, these upcoming tour dates. Before I let you go, though, I have one last question. Are you ready for it? All right. I'm always ready. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we have talked about the growth of the band as you have had to adapt through the past year and a half here in creating these two new singles here. You say mentioned the mental health aspect of music and otherwise. So what I would love to know is over this past year and a half through these adaptations, through being able to take this time to slow down and use your creative energy, what I would love to know is how through this time, how have you grown as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Oh, <laughs> oh God, this is a good question. Deep. Um, well, I'm trying to, uh, I've been trying to just focus on myself and myself more creatively. And I think because of the, I mean, maybe that's obvious, having not been able to see anybody and I've got, uh, and not, and, you know, just, yeah, just trying to be more creative and, and kind of, that's sort of the only thing I realize you, you, you only really have control over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and what you do. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's always a life goal to be the, the best person you can be and be, the, you know, rise to the occasions and be a kind person, all those sorts of things. And, and th those are always worth striving for, particularly this past year. Yeah. Just working on myself creatively and, 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 um, try things, try new things, be bold, um, and work on, and work on those uh, yeah, other musical skills, I guess, and, and experiment and not be, not be concerned about the end result. Um, I've had some uh, new friendships uh, blossom and other musical partnerships uh, develop just out of that idea of getting together for no reason to work on music. That's kind of when, when music becomes really, you know, uh, I, I'm, you know, a focus and, and, you know, you're touring and you're, and you get in a cycle and you're making albums with a band. You can you can often lose the idea of working on music for no reason, and that playfulness of like not caring what the outcome is, not worrying that no one's going to hear it, and just trying things out. And and I feel you know it's really important, and that's that maybe that was something that was that was I focused on a lot this year too. It's just like I have a friend here who I got together with for no. He's like let's let's just meet up and jam for no reason, and we'll just record and write and. And this is awesome. And we got ideas and we got some things and I learned a lot and I developed new, new processes of creating and I work, I got new ideas and, and new sounds and stuff. And so that was really, really, that was really rewarding. I don't know if I would have had time to do that had I not slowed things not slowed down as much as they did. So that was really good. That was musically speaking. That was awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm very glad that you had the time. <laughs> to do that and i'm glad that you took the time to join us here today on the desert tiger podcast graham yeah thank you uh, thanks for having me it was a nice chat oh am force thank you for tuning on into this episode of the dtp this interview with graham walsh of holy fuck you can go ahead and find their brand new singles Air Apart, Dream Shift, and Lost Cool. Over on your favorite music streaming service when you're there, hit follow so you don't miss out on new music. 
You should also go ahead and follow them on social media so that you can find out about those new tour dates. Check them out. See if they're coming to a town near you. Ooh, ooh. With that, it's time to give Graham a final roaring DTP thank you for joining us here on this episode of the DTP. We have to thank the sensational team at Strut Entertainment for setting this interview up. We have to thank German at YPEditor.com for making everything sound so good. And one last time, we need to thank you, The Ambush, for tuning on into this episode of the DTP. And if you have yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as hitting the subscribe button on the podcast listening app or service you're using right and now you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode giving us a five star review and by heading on over to deserttigermerch.com where we're going to be getting some new brunecks the dt2s are going to be in either today or the beginning of next week whenever they come in the mail but they are on the way and oh do they look fantastic and you should definitely cop one over at DesertTigerMerch.com. But if that, it's time to say our bye-byes, but not before I tell you to go and find your roar and then let it on out into the world. Oh, yes. And until next time, bye-bye and stay beautiful, Ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.